0: Welcome to Paradox Jukebox, an unconventional podcast for the unconventional music lover, brought to you by Music on the Move Studios, a woman-led company working to help musicians move their careers forward through education and live events. I'm your host, Katie Thompson. Thank you so much for being here today. It is episode 24. We are getting closer and closer to rounding out the season. And I'm super excited because on today's show, we have the ever so lovely founder of Music on the Move Studios, Miss Erin McClendon. And so Erin and I are going to discuss some things that are coming up for Music on the Move. We're going to discuss some really cool things that she has going on in her artist career And she was kind enough to give me an unreleased version of Millie that you will not be able to get anywhere else. So this is exclusive to Paradox Shootbox. So I hope that you guys really enjoy this song. It's probably one of my favorite Aaron McClendon originals. And I I love her music, but I just, I really love the story in this particular song. So I'm going to play a little bit of Millie throughout the episode, and then you'll get to hear Aaron talk about all of the cool things that Music on the Move is up to and also what she's up to. So without any further ado... This is Millie by Aaron McClendon.
1: Let me take it back to a time When love had rules When love could be a crime Millie love both So they said, Poor babies and one on the way, Bo kept working late. So Millie ran the house alone, smile painted on her face. Millie heard the whispers, Bo was untrue, but she pushed him all along like good wives do. But curiosity knocked on the door, so Millie.
0: Welcome to Paradox Jukebox, everyone. I'm your host, Katie Thompson. And with me today, I have our founder, Aaron McClendon. Hello again. I feel like that should be my entrance every time. Every time, please. I love <laughs> hello. it. It's, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to actually sample that. And throughout the rest of my podcast episodes, I'm just going to hit a button and you're going to hear hello from Aaron. <laughs>
2: it's like the
0: hello update with katie thompson hello yes (laughs) (laughs) oh it's amazing i can't wait until we actually get to do these in person together it's gonna be a shit show
2: (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say awesome but you took it in a completely different direction
0: i mean it can still be awesome and still be a shit show at the same time because we're just gonna laugh that, that is very true. We actually have like an in-person podcast interview coming up. We do.
2: Next month. It's going to be exciting. This month. I guess this is coming out in October. So this month. <laughs> this month.
0: How about it? All right. Wait,
2: where did this year go, dude? Where dude, did it go?
0: Uh, it's gone. It, I don't. Did we even have a 2021? Because I feel like I missed it.
2: It was just like 2020 was just like this endless loop that was never ending. And all of a sudden 2021 hit. And it's like, spam October. Right. January yeah. 1st, we're like, yay, 2020 is over. Bam. Summertime. Bam. Fall.
0: And we are. we're just kind of like, oh, wait a minute. What happened? Well, Merry Christmas, I years? guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Happy it's Hanukkah. Wild. Jeez. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Merry Christmas, Hanukkah, Lonza, Don.
0: Yes, that. Thank you. I was going to <laughs> attempt that, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to mess that up. I shouldn't even try. So I used to try and colors.
2: write it, but I don't know how to spell Hanukkah. Yeah. <laughs> there's that you could either spell it with the c h the uh, Hanukkah, or the h, and i don't know either one so
0: <laughs> well i don't know either one either i guess we're in the same boat we yeah. are all right so so let's actually talk a little bit about some real stuff try to be serious for like 2.2 okay it'll last for less than that okay. um <laughs> So let's let's talk about music on the move and mm-hmm. some of the things that we have going up uh, within the next couple of months, really. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about those courses.
2: Yeah. So um, that was one of our like big things when we started this company back in, like, officially started this company back in February yeah. was launching. For those of you who don't know, Katie and I really wanted to launch an online course for people who wanted to learn. Guitar and voice, but they didn't necessarily have the time or the funds to commit to uh, actual private lessons. So Katie and I have now developed a DIY music education video suite, where you can either take my course, which is the Vocal Revolutionary Program, or you can take Katie's course, which is the Guitar Kickstarter Program. And those, it's a about a month worth of lessons within video. So it's meant to take a month to watch all the videos and do all the work for it. Um, and there's like quote unquote homework assignments and things to work on. It's not like a ton, right. Um, but it's designed for you to learn all of the basics before you hop into actual lessons. And at the end of 30 days, you get a free 15 minute lesson with either Katie or myself or both. If you buy both, there is a combo package for you. If you would like, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it, it's truly meant for people to do on their own time because we're, we're all about music education shouldn't be a luxury. It, it shouldn't be something that you keep saying you want to do, but you never do. So here it is on your own time. yeah And it's something you can watch and rewatch over and over again and actually break up into segments. And I know we both know there's a ton available on YouTube, but the advantage you get with us is you get access to the Music on the Move Studios database. Yep, the entire thing. So there's a lot you get with it. So it's the cost of one lesson with us. Right now we have a promo going that's back to school. B-A-C-K 2 the number two. S-C-H-O-O-L. I had to really think about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but with that promo code, uh, each course is only $65. So that's what you get for the fall. Um, with this new DIY music education video suite by Music on the Move Studios, ta-da! Yeah, and I actually had a lot, of, a lot of fun making that. Did you?
0: Oh my god, yeah, it was great. Uh, I think the the one video I loved the most was actually the string changing video because I got to speed it up and watch myself work like super, super fast.
2: <laughs> I remember because you sent
0: it to me and you're like, "Is this too long?" And it was 30
2: minutes, and I said, like, yes,
0: "Yes, absolutely." <laughs> speed like, that up <laughs> time lapse here we come
2: yeah and that's the thing too none of the videos are longer than 10 minutes
0: yeah yeah it's really really cool I like the way that we structured it because people can go at their own pace and like if if one of the videos takes you more than a week to grasp cool that's fine that's yeah. totally fine and then you can always email us if you have questions we're, yeah. we're happy to answer questions you you may not
2: have a physically teaching you one-on-one live, but you do have access to us as your teacher while you're learning all of this. And we are, Katie and I love geeking out over questions and music education. Like we love what we do. We We love what we do as teachers and we love what we do as musicians and artists and all the things. And so if you have a question about something very specific, like I get a lot of questions about like, how does my voice make this sound? it's like, oh, okay. Let me like break it down for you. (laughs) And Katie, you get a lot of questions about, I'm, Anytime I ask you a question about my guitar, I know it's going to be like at least a 15 minute conversation.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't be. I learned so much. Well, and, and it's it's fun because, you know, Aaron and I started this entire conglomerate during COVID, during the shutdown. We just, we wanted to, you know, start our little Tune Up Tuesday thing. And so we were really teaching each other for the benefit of everybody else and that hasn't stopped at all. No, no, there, it hasn't. There's there's so many times when like if Aaron and I are in a, in a rehearsal, I'll be like, how did I do, mom? And she'd be like, do this. OK. <laughs> <laughs> but then I yell at you for not having the right capo for your guitar. So yes, fine.
2: yes, you do. You do balance. yell at me. It's a, it's a give and a take relationship. Really? It is. <laughs> it really ah, is. Gosh, it's kind of embarrassing because I can't stop myself. If I have taught somebody in any capacity at any point, um, and they'll like, they'll be doing something and I'll be like, uh-uh, don't do that. That's not mm-hmm. how you, mm-. and that's not like, that's not to say that's how I treat all of my students. I am much <laughs> kinder, but like, if you're one of my bandmates and one of my students, I'm like, I know you can do better.
0: <laughs> and then you feel like, ouch, mom's mad at me. <laughs>
2: No, I'm a, I'm a much nicer teacher to, to students who I haven't been friends with for a very long time. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's different when you're friends with that person. Cause you know, you can be like, Hey, yeah. Yeah.
2: It's I, fun. oh my gosh. I yelled at Lauren Horbel during her show <laughs> at exit in.
0: <laughs> you did not. Yes, you did.
2: I, she, I know she couldn't hear me, uh-huh. but it was one of those things where like, she was playing drums and singing BGVs for mm. fame and fiction. And like, those songs are hard to sing. Uh, yeah. I mean, you just had Leah on the podcast and she's an incredible vocalist. Mm-hmm. Um, but Lauren was playing and singing. And when you're playing drums, the microphone's like over here and you have to like lean out to go get it. And that is
0: so bad for your voice.
2: <laughs> and so I just kept being like, chin down.
0: Note to self, if I ever have to play drums and sing BGVs for another showcase, make sure it's like not to where I have to reach. Yeah, it's straight up in my face. The thing is,
1: this
2: is basic mic technique. Make the mic adjust to you. You don't adjust to the mic.
0: The only problem is, is if you're a drummer and you have a microphone in front of your face you're going to hit it. I have. See, that's
2: when you got to get the Garth Brooks mic that's like right in front of your face.
0: Dude, I rocked <laughs> one of those in high school when I was in I my band. I band. did. I did. I have pictures somewhere. <laughs> and I was a platinum blonde back those. then too. Oh my
2: God. Those are so going on the Instagram.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh God. They're, Paradox they're...
2: jukebox Instagram.
0: <laughs> Throwback Thursday. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. I can't wait. Whoa. <laughs> What did I just do to myself?
2: God. Uh here's the funny thing, you guys. like Katie and I both have our own little like individual artist careers, but we're in music on the move studios together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's funny when one of us makes an idea. we're like, "Oh, we're gonna put that in. We're gonna incorporate <laughs> that somehow. like an embarrassing story. Yep, um I'll tell a story, and Katie's like,
1: "Can I tell that on the podcast? <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> sure. <laughs> And vice versa, Katie just created the Paradox Shootbox Instagram and now it's like, look,
0: content. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so true. It's it's fine. We we exploit each other's, you know, I don't know what you want to call them, idiosyncrasies or whatever. And it's fine because everybody loves it. It's hilarious. It gets it gets likes. It's fine. Yeah. I did no, it for the I- likes.
2: We do it so you'll fall in love with us and laugh at our pain, so our pain isn't so bad. Right. (laughs) You can't laugh at yourself. What like, what are you
0: doing? I couldn't agree more. Like this, uh, gosh, our our interview that we just launched today with you and Leslie, hilarious. Oh my gosh, hilarious. Oh, Uh, I kept the bloopers. I have it. I'm gonna put it into a reel. Oh gosh. (laughs) Oh yeah, it's happening.
2: I like, I haven't heard the second episode yet, but I know what we've talked about. (laughs) I'm just like waiting for the text to
0: be like, (gasps) Aaron, (laughs) it's coming. All right. So let's talk about some of the things that music on the move does. So, uh, let's talk about specifically what we have going on in October. So we have the, uh, webinar.
2: Yes. So, um, for years before music on the move became my full-time job, Um, and really like while I was building my vocal studio, I was a Mary Kay consultant and I still technically am, um, one, because I love the products too. I still get it at a discount when you're a consultant, you get it at a discount, but through doing that, I learned a lot about doing my own makeup, um, which is really important when you're a female artist. Um, and that's not to say like, you have to do a full face all the time, but just like having the ability, because when you're on stage your features get washed out, just having the ability to enhance your features and look like a normal human as opposed to a washed out ghost. Yes. (laughs) Um, so I learned a lot about doing my makeup and other people's makeup. I've done wedding makeup. I've done stage makeup. I've done camera makeup, all the things. And so I've gotten a lot of questions from other artists asking me, like, how do you do it? And so I've taught people one-on-one, Um, but for this webinar, we are going to do a group class on how to do your own makeup and whether you're somebody who's a seasoned pro and you just want like some extra tips or you're a complete and total beginner, I'm going to do something for everybody. Basically, I'm going to start at one point and say, if you're a beginner, here's where you stop. If this is where your comfort level is, this is where you stop. If you want to keep going, I'm going to keep going Mm
1: -hmm. because
2: I really love to do makeup. It's like, it's like adult coloring. (laughs) That's a really good way to describe it. It's it's just really fun to like put colors on faces and just see other people's faces come alive. I'm not changing anything about your face. I'm just enhancing it. Right. It's like gourmet food. There's such a thing as a gourmet grilled cheese. Yes. <laughs> so like if it, it's not taking away from the basics, it's enhancing them.
0: Especially if you're somebody like me and you need a lot of help with that. So just so everybody knows that will be on October 27th. And links will be in the show notes.
2: Then you can um, join us live and you can either use your own makeup and I'll just walk you through with that. Or um, I can send you little samples of things that you can play in because sometimes like when it's your own makeup, you're a little afraid to try something new because you're so used to using it in one way. Um, And then when you get samples, it's like, oh, there's not that much. So let's just play with it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Let's just go ahead and use it. See what happens. So that's October 13th on Zoom. So you can do it from the comfort of your own sofa. It's
0: wonderful. Yeah. All right. And then after that, we have the showcase. We do. But before that, we're playing a Titans game. Never mind. We have the Titans game (laughs) first. That's right. Sorry. Oh my gosh, you guys,
2: the month of October is going to be wild, it's going to be insane. My birthday is coming up too. Yeah. I, somebody asked me what I was doing. And I was like, I truly like, haven't even thought of, like, I've thought about it in the sense of like, what is Matt getting me? And I keep asking me, asking him and he keeps not telling me, which is so rude <laughs> rude <He's> downstairs. So <laughs> He's like right there. You he can hear me. Babe, what are you getting me for my birthday?
0: <laughs> he just goes, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Hello, you. You too. <laughs> I love you too, Matt.
2: He says, I love you too. Yay, love. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear him. I
0: couldn't, it's fine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, it's like, it's my birthday, but it's the week after the showcase that's in September. And then the following weekend, I'm going to a wedding. And then the following weekend, <laughs> I'm actually in town, but the following week is the webinar. And then the weekend after that, is the Titans game.
0: Yeah, good Lord.
2: And then the week after that is the Showcase. Is the Showcase. <laughs> Whew. Oh, you guys, I'm really excited for the month of October, but if you contact me and I don't respond, I am in a hole somewhere.
0: Right. Uh, and, I think that's going to go for both of us. I have shows every single weekend, and uh, I'm supposed to be running a bunch of open mic nights as well. It's going to be insane, but it's fine.
2: But it's like, it's all music, which is really exciting. Oh, it's great except the wedding thing, but that's fun. So
0: (laughs) we have to have a little bit of fun in there too.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, so the Titans game, for those of you who have no idea what we're talking about, um, the Tennessee Titans, which is the local NFL team in Nashville. Um, we recently played battle of the bands, which was awesome. Uh, back in August, we didn't win, but man, did we have a good time. (laughs) That was truly like the hottest I have ever been on stage in my life. Just like dripping sweat. Mm. Like, I don't mean just like in terms of my outfit. I mean, like (laughs) they gave me a wireless microphone. So I was like, I can move. Did you feel free? Oh my God. I did because I could like walk past the monitors Mm -hmm. to the audience and like crouch down and stand up and not like. Whip a cord somewhere so I didn't, I wasn't tripping over it. But you afraid of hanging yourself with the cord? <laughs> it's not even that. I'm terrified of tripping over the cord or getting my feet tangled, a la like 101 Dalmatians, Pongo and Perdita running around their owners. Right. Kind of situation.
0: Yeah, that's real.
2: Like classic rom com situation. But um, it was super fun and they liked everybody. So they invited us to come sing. Aaron McClendon and the Hellcats is the official band name. Um, they invited us to come sing at the Chiefs game, which is really exciting because not only did the Chiefs win the Super Bowl two years ago, they also uh, are doing a Women of the Titans game to honor uh, October's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And so they're honoring women during that game, which is really exciting to have an all female band opening. Yep. Yeah. So, excited. so, and from what I hear, like people, the show starts at 10 30 and I was like, well, I might not be that many people there at 10 30, but may, I was thinking like, there'd be a lot of people there for like the last 30 minutes. No, according to, uh, my friend, Jonathan Windham, who just played, um, he like people were there the whole time. Wow. So I'm super excited. It's 10 30 to 11 45 outside the stadium. It's free for everybody to come obviously like if you want to go to the game you have to get a ticket
0: right but
2: the the game's almost sold out
0: wow which is the other amazing
2: part like and and the gate that we're playing next to is the main gate nice
0: so and
2: on top of that they have two dollar beer
0: oh, before the well, game beautiful
2: so like I mean, I personally will not be drinking that beer because hello, bloating and burping,
0: but (laughs) I will not be drinking because I don't like to get drunk and drink at all, hardly like during performances. But that means that everybody else doesn't have a reason not to come. Yeah, but Drink some $2 beer and watch some ladies slay on a stage. Yeah, I'm like, I'm really excited for that gig.
2: Oh my God. I've already planned out my outfit. I've already planned out my hair. (laughs) (laughs) I've like the set list and everything is also already planned out. Don't you guys worry. But the thing that I, the fun, and this goes back to, uh, teaching too. The funny thing is like, I've been teaching my students about breath support so much that I'm having to like put my money where my mouth is. Cause some of these songs with as much as I move, Mm -hmm. I like, I have to retrain my breath support.
0: Yeah. You got to pay yourself
2: standing there. Nope. And that was one of the things I learned during battle of the Bands so was it was like, Aaron, you got to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, I was actually running yesterday. And one of the songs we're singing at that is good for you by Olivia Rodrigo. Cause that song kicks ass. Yeah. Um, but one of the things I, I started learning was sing while you run. <laughs> really? Yeah. Cause that'll, that'll help, uh, Basically, it'll help your, your heart, your breath stay supported. Mm
1: -hmm. It'll help
2: your breath support, keep up with a higher heart rate, which you're going to have when you're performing anyway. Right. But like I'm moving, I'm breathing and my heart rate's going up. I have to learn to control it because otherwise, if you just like run out of breath and then you have shorter shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter breath, like it's just, it's a snowball effect
0: of badness, <laughs> so, of badness. Yes. So
2: yesterday I was running in my neighborhood and y'all, my playlist is a mix of everything. And I wasn't singing good for you. Um, cause it hadn't come on yet, but I was singing, you can't stop the beat from hairspray. <laughs> so if any of you were driving down Edmondson Pike the other day, and you just saw a girl shouting, well, keep spinning round and round cause my heart's beating down with the speed. And I was running a uh, tempo and like, <laughs> Kicking my feet up and going. The song ends and I just went,
1: oh shit.
2: <laughs> <gasps> like I had to take a breather. <laughs> okay.
0: Here we uh, are. Here we are. You know what? Are. I want to make a video of you running and singing. <laughs> like... <laughs>
2: I am I'm run training for a half marathon, so there's plenty of
0: opportunity. Oh, that's hilarious. Um,
2: anyway that's what's happening on the 24th <laughs> come see me get a real good workout on stage
0: yep uh and the hellcats just laugh because yep we'll just be there laughing yeah um
1: i y'all don't move as much as i do <laughs> I,
0: I mean i do. move more than most guitars because i have a wireless thank god that's true that is very true
2: um but then on the 27th we have the showcase boom we have yes. music on the move, all female showcase, of course, with the Hellcats yep. and with uh, some incredible vendors. We have one already confirmed it's Rock and Boho. Yay. We love Rock and Boho. Um, and I'm working on some other ones, but it's going to be Halloween themed.
0: Yay! I'm so excited.
1: Now, see, it was, it's-, it's
2: on the 27th. It's only a few days before Halloween.
0: Right. So, of course, we have to dress up. <laughs> I know. I already know what I'm going to, what I'm going to wear for the showcase. I do not know what I'm going to wear for the Titans game though. I'm still well,
2: luckily we have our other good friend bluff agency looking for vintage Titans t-shirts that she can would base. Not she bedazzles, but she also just like repurposes them and like yeah. does bleach splatter and like cool fringe things.
0: And she's going to customize us some shirts. I love it. Well, perfect. Then half my job is done. Yay. There you go. Just figure out pants. Yep. I can do that. <laughs> I can do that. Yeah. We've got a lot going on, y'all. There's a lot going on in the month of October. And then uh, hopefully at some point we'll get to slow down a little bit and enjoy the holiday season. That'd be nice. Yeah. We'll yeah. See. And
2: when we're gearing up for Music on the Move merch. Yep.
0: Yep. We're going to get
2: some t-shirts, some water bottles. some. We already have stickers. It's gonna be fun, y'all. It's gonna it be real
0: fun. It's gonna be real good. All right. So I kinda wanna change gears a little bit and I want to talk a little bit more about you as an <gasps> artist. Oh. Cause we haven't really had that opportunity yet. We've we've talked quite a bit about music on the move and you know, and we had you on the podcast with Leslie talking about performance. But I know that you have been working your butt off on some new music friend.
2: I have. I really have. Um, I actually like we wrapped up in the studio back in June, and I've just been like sitting and listening to everything, figuring out exactly what I want in terms of the mixing. And Mm -hmm. um, I'm just really excited about all of it. It's, uh, I believe we recorded six songs, six or seven. I. I can't remember. Uh, (laughs) They're all songs that like I have loved performing and hadn't had the opportunity to record yet because recording is expensive. Yeah, it is. Uh, When you're an independent artist, you're paying for everything yourself. Um, Which thank you to everybody who donated to the Kickstarter that I launched back in February. That like, it's really like validating and just, I'm trying to think of the right word for it, but it's really wild. When you put something out there and then all of a sudden people respond to you. Yeah. Cause like we're, we're our biggest critics. We, we don't see ourselves in the same way that other people see us. And, and that's, I don't want to get too deep here, but like when I launched the Kickstarter, I was like, I really don't know how many people are going to donate. And everybody did. That's beautiful. And even though like we didn't hit the goal, I still managed to get a bunch of songs out because I did hit enough to record new songs, which That's was
1: awesome.
0: the goal. Well,
2: good. And when you don't hit your goal, um, Kickstarter refunds everybody the money, but everybody went ahead and turned around and gave me the money.
0: That's awesome.
2: Just personally. And it was just like, that. I, I was incredibly honored. That's the word I kept trying to think of. Yeah. It's It's just like, people want to hear new music from me. And I like, you know, I've been playing gigs and playing the same songs for years. And you think like, well, people are kind of tired of it. They're not. They want to hear those songs. They want to have them in their possession. And that's that's just really awesome as an artist when people want that from you.
0: Yeah. Well, you're a fantastic songwriter. And Thank I I'm glad that this was a, a a moment where you felt validated in your skill set because everybody needs that. But. Hopefully, it really just put a mirror up for you and showed you that like you are freaking talented. It is all hell, and I'm so glad that this new music is getting recorded and that you're going to be able to actually give this to your fan base because I know, like I see every time that we perform together, everybody is just like losing it over Millie and Sunday Crowd, and you know they're they're having the best time, and it's because you write really good songs so i'm very happy for you thank you friend you are so welcome so okay so talk to me about like maybe pick one specific song aside from shaken Uh, we're going to talk about shaken in a second but tell me about one of the songs that you've been working on in the studio or had been working on in the studio which one stands out to you oh gosh um
2: well it's like you said like millie and and Sunday crowd are definitely like people like crowd favorites. Mm -hmm. Um, and I've been playing those songs acoustically for so long. Like I knew what I wanted them to sound like in my head, but like when you actually hear it back, it's just like, Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but also there's one song that I, one of the cool things about being a songwriter is you, like I have all of these songs that aren't recorded. That and and the gig we're playing on the 24th is mostly original music, mm-hmm. um, which is really exciting for me. Um, that I have enough to cover an hour and 15 minutes with mostly original music, right? Um, but like, Millie and Sunday Crowd have been a constant favorite for a while, like since I've written them. And the thing about Millie is it's she, she's lived a few different lives. <laughs> So for those of you who don't know the story behind Millie is once upon a time, mama bear McClendon told, spilled some tea about some family history. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't even remember how the conversation came up, but it's actually a very long story and we don't have time. (laughs) (laughs) So the long and short of it is my great grandmother um, was pregnant with my aunt Betty, I think she had five daughters and she was pregnant with the fourth one. No, she was pregnant with the, with the last one who I believe was aunt Betty. Um, and she found out her husband was cheating on her and this was the 1930s mm-hmm. and divorce wasn't really a thing. Um, and also driver's licenses for women wasn't really a thing. Right. Um, And she just decided, no, that's not okay. That is absolutely positively not okay. I have given you five beautiful children. I'm about to give you five beautiful children, like, and I've done everything for you. And this is how you repay me. And so she, she cranked up her car, her husband's car, and she tried to run him over. (laughs) And because she didn't have a license, she missed. (laughs) she didn't know how to drive. She missed. (laughs) And so, um, she basically threatened him and and was like, I'm leaving. Don't follow me. Goodbye. And so she packed up all her things, packed up my grandmother and her sisters. This is a pregnant woman. And she was tiny. Her name was everybody called her big mama. The woman was four foot 11. What? Yeah. (laughs) She was tiny, 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 tiny. And so she She leaves and she goes, she was in Texas and she goes to Florida and she starts a new life in Florida, I believe as a phone operator. Mm -hmm. And then eventually she ends up in Georgia, um, where my whole family on that. Well, actually my whole extended family is pretty much there now. Um, but fast forward a few years, like several years later, and, um, she gets a phone call because she was, I believe no, she was divorced at that point. I think she was remarried, but he died because he was found the, the, the story in the song is, and I I know I'm taking a while to explain this, but I'm trying to like say it accurately. The story in the song is the judge's wife was the one he was sleeping with and the judge finds out and shoots him and he's dead. The end. Um, That's not what happened. (laughs) I had to change details in the song, one to make it concise, two to make it more interesting, three. (laughs) I changed the names because none of them rhymed with anything. So my great grandmother's name was Alma. It. What do you rhyme with Alma? Right. (laughs) So it's
0: Millie. Yep.
2: Um. But what actually happened is um. The son and this is sad the son of the woman he was currently sleeping with walked in on them and mm. i mean he was a grown man he the the horrible human being that was J- Bo in the song uh he shot the son and then shot himself oh my gosh yeah so not a great person that's why i changed the story yeah like, not a great ending. It was never a great ending. Anytime somebody dies, it's never a great ending. Yeah, it's never but when, a great ending. When you say it's like, uh, the line is, uh, guess the judge found out what Millie knew long ago and in a fit of rage, the judge ended Beau. Uh. <laughs> so Millie had to identify the man on the floor. She said, I knew him once long ago, but not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the story behind Millie. That was a very long version of it's a three-minute song so you get the concise version when you hear it
1: so millie ran out cranked up the car she drove that model t straight through the wall she said i'm leaving you behind Bo, and i'm taking the I'll clean up this mess before they're talking again so she backed it up and packed it up and passed the county line go straight through the night to start her new life everyone kept asking millie why she up and left she told them to ask Bo and the judge's wife Beth. that is nice
0: the thing though i love getting the whole backstory behind it that's that's one of the coolest things about getting to do this podcast is getting to really hear the whole story behind these songs that you know the artists come on and and talk about so um i wanted to tell you this and i don't i i keep forgetting my great-grandmother's name was mildred (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Isn't that funny? I
2: knew it was like a classic name, uh-huh. Uh-huh. a vintage name, if you will. So that's why I picked it. But like nobody in my family is named Millie.
0: Yep.
1: <laughs>
0: that's, that's hilarious. Funny. So-, so you can claim this song too well uh, yeah bits and bits and pieces of it really because my (laughs) unfortunately my great-grandparents didn't have the greatest relationship either but she didn't try to run him over she just took a she took one of those uh old school irons you know like the cast iron she took it and she hit him (gasps) in the back with it because he came home drunk and was being a cantankerous jerk and she was just like Mm, stuck it right she to his back. She branded him. She literally branded him. Literally branded him, and then she dressed the wound and cared for it. And she said, "Now get out."
2: <laughs> Kicked him right out of the house. It was, there were there were a lot of emotions that just happened right now. <laughs> oh,
0: so many. There there is so many stories. That's
2: but... so. I, I think it's so cool that like people are starting to tell like because those stories get passed down and nobody yeah. really talks about it because they're like it's a stain on the family history. It's right. not though. It's, it's not. not. Look at these badass women sticking up for themselves. That's it. And setting an example for generations after. Absolutely. It's, I mean, I would not advise branding your husband with a cast iron iron. No. But also I would advise standing up for yourself.
0: Yes. 100%.
2: <laughs> I would advise violence or running people
0: over. Would not advise. Especially if you don't have a driver's license because you'll miss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If
1: you it don't know
2: how to is. operate it maybe
0: don't do it <laughs> it might be flawed
2: <laughs> oh man I love a good true crime story I really do
0: you're a huge like true crime like podcast like enthusiast aren't you yeah
2: I but like here's the thing I I realize when I ha- when I've listened to too much because one I'll start having nightmares and two I'll get paranoid so <laughs> Whatever, like so so sometimes Matt has to like go to work shows and he's out late and I'm by myself and I'll be like, it's not like often, but I'll be by myself and I'll have the stupid idea to read a murder book by myself <laughs> or watch a murder show or something like that. and then I'll be downstairs trying to go to sleep and like something will happen outside. I something and I'm like, yep.
1: I'm about to die) <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's that's not true.
1: I like um, I just get
0: so overly cautious.
2: <laughs> <gasps> or like Wally will walk down the stairs and I'm like, "It's right ready." <laughs>
0: Poor Wally. And then he's just looking he's at you like
2: over. he's just like, "Mom, what?
0: hello, cool up, mom." Jeez. Heckin. Yeah. <laughs> oh
2: gosh. This this has really derailed the conversation from music, hasn't it? it? Has
0: it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. That's what happens when Aaron and I get together. It's amazing that we've, you know, come so far with music on the move because half the time in our, uh, (laughs) in our staff meetings, (laughs) that's really just us. God
2: bless the interns. (laughs) Yes. And now we have Trinity bless her. Uh, Oh, thank God. They're the ones who keep us on track.
0: It's true. It's true. We would be nothing without them. It's true. They're, They're saints, all of them. Yes. All right, so let's let's talk about the the story behind "Shaken in My Boots," which is Mm -hmm. our theme song for Paradox Jukebox. Thank you very much. You're welcome. I just I I love it, and I love everything about that song. But tell us the whole story behind that one.
2: The whole story. Yeah. Okay. Um. So once upon a time, (laughs) uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So I wrote "Shaken." Before Matt and I started dating. So this was a while ago. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know me from Adam, Matt's my husband. Um, he and I have been best friends for seven years before we started dating. And I think it was like our senior year of college. We kind of thought about the idea of dating, but we're like, no, we're too good at friends. Um, <laughs> you know how that goes. <laughs> no, but like we like we stayed in touch because we were best friends. And so a few years pass, like after we graduate college and we're like both working adults, um, we start hanging out together again. Cause you know how like you graduate and you don't see the same people every day. Um, but you like run into each other and you're like, let's hang. And then you might, or you might not. (laughs) So we actually started hanging out again, just as friends. And I started to like, feel the same feelings that were starting to happen in senior year of like, do I like this guy? Am I into him?
1: What's going on? Oh my God, what's happening? (laughs) Like it's Matt,
2: that's weird. We're friends, (laughs) what's what's happening? What are these feelings? What is this feeling so sudden and new? (laughs) Name that musical.
1: Oh my God, you sound just
0: like Kristen Chenoweth. That's amazing. (laughs) Thank you. I
2: love
0: her. Kristen, if you're
1: listening, I
2: love you. Um, so shaken. (laughs) This song is about Kristen Chenoweth. No, it's not. No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, um, I went to a writing session with my producer who produced all the songs I've done since fire and wine back in 2014. Um, I went into a writing session with him and I was like, I have this idea for a song. Cause I had the, da 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 in my head already. Like I, I started writing shaken the night before I went into my writing session. Cause I was like, this is my idea. Cause I love punk rock. What kid who grew up in the nineties and two thousands
0: doesn't. Uh, if you don't, then your childhood was sorely misled.
2: It was yeah. how did, how else did you express your angsty teenage feelings? I don't understand.
0: No, anyway, it would have been impossible
2: emotions. Sorry. Um, so I went into the writing session and I kind of like explained the, the, I mean, Steven's known me for long enough. I can just be like, here are all of my emotions in this moment right now. And here's what's actually happening in my life. Let's write that. Yay. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> and so shaken got written that day and it was before Matt and I were dating. And then fast forward, um, because it was it around was the time that Matt actually started to take me on dates that I didn't realize were dates. <laughs> and <laughs> I was just like, I think I'm really into this guy. And to sum up long story long, uh, one day Matt and I were hanging out. It was right after I actually shot my first music, my only music video. You're the only one. Cause he was supposed to be in it, but he couldn't make it. So he's like, well, let's go to brunch tomorrow. And I was like, okay. So we go to brunch And then, um, afterwards we're hanging out at my house, watching singing in the rain. And he goes to leave and he grabs me and kisses me. No. And that's how we started dating. (laughs) I
0: was like, (laughs) Oh,
2: yep. Okay. Okay. Push off the cliff. I needed.
0: God bless.
2: Yeah. But that's the story behind shaken me just dealing with a lot of emotions. I didn't know what they were.
0: (laughs) That's adorable. Thanks. No, right. Ah, uh, well, okay. I think that I think we've done a pretty good job of talking about what music you on the move has coming up. Your new music, which, by the way, you didn't tell me you have a release date planned. No, not
2: yet. Okay, because I'm just I'm toying with like a marketing plan and mm-hmm. what would work best. And am I going to do a bunch of singles or am I going to release just an album or? All the things, and honestly, like I'm probably gonna put all the song titles on a dartboard and throw a dart, and that's the first song that gets released because <laughs> <laughs> Shaken's already out there, that's done. Yeah, it's just I can't decide, it's so weird trying to plan out marketing. Yeah, um, I wanted to shoot for November, but everybody releases new music in November mm. to get it out in time for Christmas season,
0: right? Yep,
2: so it's probably going to be the new year. And there's probably going to be a lot of content to go with it, you guys, because I want you guys to know the stories behind these songs. Yeah. Um, I want you guys to like have a relationship with these songs rather than just consuming them. Yeah. Because it's really fun when people sing back my own, like if I'm playing at a showcase or if I'm playing a show and I look out and somebody's singing my lyrics back to me, like that's something special right there.
0: It's one of the most beautiful things that can happen to a songwriter.
2: Or like you say, like one of, one of my favorite things is, um, and I, uh, sorry, my phone's buzzing like crazy. Um, one of my favorite things is looking out and talking about a song. One instance in particular I can think of is Sweet Evie Ivy, one of our favorites. Yes. I said, I was about, I, I don't remember what song it was, but I said, so this next song is blah, 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 blah. And she goes, Okay. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> like you're excited to hear a song that I've written because you've heard it and you like it and you enjoy it. And I just I I like being able to form to help people form relationships with my songs.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's that's what it's about. You know, you want all of this, all of the music that you were writing, you want people to have a connection to it. And more than just listening to a super cool tune, that's a great bop like Shaken. It's a great bop. It doesn't matter if you know the story behind it. It's just a fun song. And it just <sighs> makes you do this, you know, but yeah. but. Because I know you and now I know Matt. Like, it's just really like, oh, friend, you know, <laughs> it's adorable.
2: I don't write love songs. So apparently, when I do their punk rock bops,
0: <laughs> boom. Who's sad about that? I'm not sad about that. We have enough sad girl music in the world. Okay. There's enough. I do have
2: it. a sad girl song coming out.
0: You do. Have I, I heard do. it?
2: I mean, you're about to, it's on the, no, it's not. It's not on the set list. <laughs> it? Yes, it is. Okay. Well, <laughs> I then... think it is. I don't remember. It's one of Matt's favorites, actually. Oh, it's a sad girl song. I keep pointing over there. Y'all like, if you're listening, you have no idea, but if you're watching this, <laughs> Matt is in that general vicinity. Um. But yeah, no, I, this combination of songs, some of them are just reimagined from re-release from releases I've done in the past and taken down because they didn't fit into what I was releasing then, mm-hmm. um, but they're reimagined. But it's it's very 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 uniquely me and authentically me. And what I mean by that is like I I'm not trying to write for radio. I am writing and producing and making choices based on what is best for the song. What is best for how do I come across best in this moment? Yeah. In these three minutes and 30 seconds that I have with other people.
0: Well, and I think that's awesome. I really do because there's a, there are a lot of artists who are out there just doing their best to crank out hit songs that'll, you know, hit country charts. And I think Nashville is full of a lot of people like that who are just trying to, you know, get a hit, but when, when I stumble upon an artist that is doing their very best to be as authentic about who they are, it shows, you know, it is, it, it's real and it's tangible. And those are the, those are the people that, I connect with personally on a much higher level than whatever it is that I'm listening to on mainstream radio. I can't stand mainstream radio. I, I just, there, there's so much material out there and I know a lot of people are super digging it, but I have a really hard time connecting with it, but that's just me as a, as a listener and as a consumer, I have to go off the beaten path to find the music that actually speaks to me. Yeah. And I
2: I agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I do listen to the radio because I want to be, uh, I want to know like what's coming out. Who are the new people? Like, who are people getting excited about? Because I want to be aware mm-hmm. and I want to stay relevant to conversations <laughs> rather than being like, oh man, you know that like Brandy Clark song that came out like 10 years ago? That's like a deep <laughs> cut. Um, not everybody knows what I'm talking about or right. like, but if I say, oh yeah, did you hear the latest Mickey Guyton song? Everybody's like, oh yeah, I was just on the radio. Um, it's like you want to like stay relevant and stay aware of what's going on around you, but I like I don't listen to the radio on my way to rights. Right. And I don't listen to like if I need some inspiration, I'll listen, I'll listen to something very specific. But I'm usually just like listening to podcasts or something, so I can not subconsciously copy what's on the radio. Right that makes sense.
0: It does. It does. But I have to. I'm going to be completely 100% honest and transparent here. I'm that person who's like, "Oh, do you remember that Brandy Clark tune 10 years I ago that was a deep are. cut?" I'm that's who I am. And it's terrible. It's awful, and I There's I know There's nothing wrong with it. Well, okay. As a consumer, no. As a musician who writes <laughs> Yeah, that's bad. I should be current, and I should know what's what's trending and all that stuff. It's just if you listen to some of my music, there's nothing mainstream about it. It doesn't sound like anything you're gonna hear on the radio. It's very off the beaten path, and and that's just who I am because I have a lot of old school influences. You know, I don't I think that's
2: actually like coming back though. The music that people are sick of, and one of my favorite. And also not favorite videos on YouTube is bro country in 2014 summed up in three minutes because <laughs> it was all the same. I think yep. people are sick of that. People are sick of songs that are about beer and trucks and shorts and bikinis and, and things that it's like, okay, but like, how, what, what do you have emotions? Like what's going on? <laughs> right. Like people want to feel things. And I think I've noticed a lot more people want to pay attention to the artists they haven't heard of before. Yeah. And they want to pay attention to the sounds they haven't heard before. Um, and the sounds that like take them back to it. Like when they were kids listening to their parents music, you know?
0: Yeah. You know, like, prime example is a band. Um, uh, and I just lost it. Of course I did. Uh, Greta Van Fleet. Mm hmm. Okay. My dad about jumped out of his skin when I played one of their albums. He goes, "Oh my god, this sounds like Led Zeppelin." When I was, you know, a teenager, and I'm like, "That, that's what I would like to have happen someday." Um, but you know, but see, that's why I rely on people like you to be like, "Have you listened to this yet?" No, I'll go on my <laughs> playlist.
2: You make me sound like like a. a The mom Ah. sorry (laughs) everything's fine well I don't actually know what just happened
0: you're (laughs) you just keep me like you keep me out of my music hole that I that I have burrowed for myself it's a good thing it's a good thing you challenge me and I I appreciate it I don't think you understand how much I appreciate it
2: oh thanks friend well you challenge me too you bring me things I never would have listened to uh, that's the joy of having diverse music tastes and diverse friends. It's They bring you things you probably wouldn't have picked out for yourself.
0: Yeah, this is true.
2: And I appreciate that about you because you're like, have you heard that deep cut from Brandy Clark 10 years ago? <laughs> that's what they call a callback in comedy. <laughs> <laughs> and my answer is probably going to be no. I'll go listen to it now.
0: Well played, friend. Well played. <laughs> there we go all right i think i've taken up enough of your time today this was fun i enjoy
2: talking with you about random things that aren't always like business meetings
0: (laughs) right i know see the thing is is like even though we're very good at being in business with with each other we're very good friends and that's one of the reasons why i love working with you so much it's like yes we run a business but we're friends and that means the world to me me too,
2: friend. Yeah. Me too. It's been really fun. Not gonna lie, I was kind of nervous about it when we first started because, you know, everybody's been in a situation where like, oh, it's like a group project where you go in with your friend and you end up just like not enjoying it at all as much right. as you thought you would. And I didn't think like it wasn't going to be something I didn't enjoy. I honestly didn't know what to expect. I was just like, I don't know what's going to happen, but here we go. Whee!
0: Right. Right, no, I and it's I, been
2: really great.
0: I look, uh, so you and I have talked at you know personal length about some of the experiences that I had been through, like working in another capacity with other people. I was scared to start up another business venture because I had been burned, literally, like leading right up to the launch of Music on the Move. I was, I was I coming out of another you know job and then the year before that same kind of deal so I was like you know what I saw who you were as a person and I saw what you were trying to do and I just wanted to be a part of that in some capacity because what you started back when you know it was women on fire nobody else was doing anything like that in Nashville and it was the community, the sense of community between all of the musicians and the artists that I felt was just like, holy crap. I just literally walked into a gold mine here because they were like-minded individuals that were all in, they were all there to support each other. And it has just consistently started to grow and grow. And there's just, there's so many things that we can do together to help other women in music. And that is what fuels me every time we sit down to do a business meeting, or every time that you know I play on a showcase with you, or every time I record a podcast episode, it is all for a bit this bigger sense of community that we are creating together. And I'm so excited about it. Thanks, friend. Yeah.
2: That that means a lot. <laughs> and you have you everybody's heard the story, I think, at this point of how Women on Fire got started. And music on the move, like as the showcase got started, but like once Katie and I started teaching, once you and I started teaching together, it was just like, Oh wait, no, I can actually build things. I want to build and have somebody <laughs> who wants to do it with me. Yeah. Okay, cool. And it's fun when people like, I was getting my hair done yesterday and my hairdresser was like, I've, I really want to like get involved with what you're doing. Cause it's cool. Yeah. And I was like, Oh Okay. Okay. (laughs) And that's the great thing about starting something. Like people want to get in at the beginning to help you grow it. And the more people, the more you do that, the more people who want to get in, and the bigger it grows. And then the more people who want to come in, and it's just this wonderful snowball effect that I'm just so happy about.
0: Well, good. I'm glad that you're happy, and I'm glad that you know that you're seeing a return on all of this hard work that you are putting in. I mean, you work your butt off. And I just I admire you so much for everything that you have done, you know, growing from, you know, just the days at the Exit Inn to now here we are at City Winery and, you know, still working on the TV show. And now we have this podcast and the webinars and and then we're launching lesson courses. I mean, it's a dream come true for musicians who really want to get something out of the industry that isn't just about getting a record deal. I mean, we have built something so huge here with our lessons courses and things. I mean, every time that we that we talk to people there it's it's the same thing. I just oh yeah, I want to be a part of this. I want to help you guys. I want to do this. I want to do that. I mean the support is there, and I can't i mean <laughs> 2021's over. if 2021 was this good, 2022 is going to freaking rock. yeah. I am really
2: excited and I just want to point out like I couldn't have done any of this without you without your help and without like (laughs) a lot of times like we actually switch off I know I was thinking who's the more creative who's the more like business-minded one no we switch off yeah because sometimes I'm like oh here's an idea and then I grow it and grow it and grow it and you're like okay but hold on sweetie (laughs) (laughs) you do the same thing with like With the podcast, you have all these really great ideas with how to grow this podcast and more things to do with the podcast. And also like you're out there meeting other people in places that I'm not and bringing them in. And you're, you're like, you're helping me grow all of this. And I couldn't have done it by myself. Well, and I like, I'm very appreciative of you.
0: Well, thank you. It it's just, it's awesome to be in a position where I'm working with somebody and it's not, I don't have to work against you you know, and, you know, and you're not working against me. We are collectively just a fantastic fucking match. If I can say so myself. (laughs) Sorry, mom. Sorry, mom. (laughs) Yes, we are though. It's true. Yes,
2: we are. We, we work well together and I'm excited
0: about that. Yeah. We work hard. We party hard. Is there any other way to live? All right. I'm going to go ahead and just say it's probably about that time. Sure. So (laughs) um, just a few things for all of our listeners. So make sure that you check out that webinar on October 13th with Aaron. There will be more details coming soon. Uh, And then we have the Titan game. What's the date for that? 24th. Thank you. On the 24th. And then the showcase Directly after the the next Wednesday, which is the twenty seventh. Yes,
1: twenty seventh. Twenty seventh.
0: <laughs> twenty seventh. So make sure that you follow us and definitely follow Erin and be ready for all of her wonderful releases that are hopefully coming out at some point next year. Um, I'm excited for all of it. So thanks again for for coming on and talking with me. I really appreciate it.
2: Thanks for having me, friend. Yeah. I appreciate you. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, heart. oh,
1: oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bye, everybody. Bye. Really, had to identify the man on the floor. She said, I knew.
0: about you guys but those background vocals are haunting and just sent chills down my spine i just texted aaron and i told her i said man listening to this song is like listening to a ghost story it's so cool so thank you aaron for letting us showcase millie for you and for giving us this insider sneak peek to it we appreciate you if you want to learn more about miss aaron mcclendon you can find her at aaron links will be in the show notes Also, too, make sure you jump over to musiconthemovestudios.com if you want to learn more about those videos that we have ready for you. We would love to talk to you about that a little bit more. And as always, you can reach me at katie at musiconthemovestudios.com. Thanks so much for listening in today, friends.